Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! I hope you people have been good this year, unlike a certain Biden by the name of, well, okay, all of the Bidens. The sting of inflation can be felt across the globe, including the North Pole. I had to lay off a bunch of elves from the workshop. You know, last I heard they migrated south to the streets of Pootopia. You might know it as San Francisco. But I do have some good news. The ho-ho-hosts of We the People have been working extra hard to give you a new episode to help lift your spirits this holiday season. So grab your hot cocoa, cozy up by the fire, and settle in for a We the People Christmas. Oh, and be sure to pull that ketchup out of your fridge if you want to stay off the naughty list. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, what's up, everyone? Very Merry Christmas to everyone in the Headline Forum community. We hope that you will be having a wonderful holiday break. This is unbelievably the very last episode of 2023. Uh, this is Pure Teej, and I'm joined, as always, with the delightful Dr. Conservative Prof. Hello there. And also with the amazing Kurgle. Hello. And we have an extra special guest, a guest co-host. We're really excited to have her with us. It's, uh, it's really cool to welcome the one and only SDH. Hi, everybody. It's great to have you with us. It's great to be here. So how's everyone doing? It's, it's not actually been that long since we recorded our last episode with, with The Voice, Austin Robertson, which was uh, a real blast. Do go back and listen to that episode if you haven't done so already. But uh, what's everyone been up to since, uh, since our last recording? I had a ex- really exciting day, if you want to hear about it. Does it involve puppies? It could. It could. I can add that to it. But um, I spent three hours this morning grading tax returns. You guys wow. jealous? Fantastic. You jealous of me? Oh, ve- very jealous. I could very. tell. See, I could see the envy in all of your faces. Yes, I could tell that. Yeah. But that got that done. That's behind me now. So what, what did the puppies do? They went to their very first vet appointment this morning. So all is good. They got uh, whatever the 10-week shot is. I have no idea whatever shot that is. So I just trust the vet to say they need a 10-week shot, and there it is. So, okay. <laughs> but all went well. They're healthy. Um, it, it's all good. So um, so far, so good. I got to get better about taking pictures, though. I'm terrible at that. So, Will there be uh, any gender-affirming care of these puppies? Yes, there will be. So we did talk about uh, when the snippety snip happens, and that will be. be he, he says kind of up to us. He said between four months and six months is okay with him. So he just said it's kind of based on if they start acting dominant or marking or anything like that. So it's kind of up to us to decide. So, and Kogel, how about you? What's been going on with you? I think you had a couple of things you wanted to oh. mention. Um, yeah, we didn't have too much going on. Um, we did last Sunday. We had a white elephant exchange at church. What is that? How did you fit your elephant into your car to get it there? It was really tough. Really had to squeeze it in. But you know, we put all the seats down in the van and it, it worked. Good job. What did you bring home? Okay, so that's the story. Uh, and Teach, did you just ask what it is? Yeah. 
What's the elephant in the room? <laughs> okay, so that's when everybody takes a present. It's usually a gag gift. And then um, you take turns. You draw numbers and you take turns and you pick a present. And then when it's your turn, you can either pick a new present or steal a present that someone else has already gotten. Okay. okay. I've not heard of this. Yeah. So, so does anybody know what's the, the best number to draw? Seven. No. That is biblical. No? No, you always want number one because if you get number one, at the end, you get to take whatever present you want. Aha. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So we draw our numbers. Guess what number I get? Seven. No. One. No. Eleven <laughs> <laughs> nine. I get number three, and that's like three. about the that's about the worst you can get. Ah. Uh. Guess who gets number one? Your husband. Yes, Mr. Oh, Purple draws number nice. one. Okay, nice. so here, here, here's a question for you. Okay, if you're at a gift exchange, you draw number one. Your wife draws number three. At the end of the whole exchange, when you get to pick your present, what do you do? You ask her what she wants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wise okay, so yeah. Okay, so so here here's what I brought. I always bring have you seen the um they're like liberal character dolls? Like there's a, a action figure doll of Biden or or Fauci or whoever. I haven't seen this. You you can get them on Amazon. Each year I take one oh. of those. Um year before last I took Fauci. Last year I took Biden. This year I took an AOC doll. And they're always a big hit. <laughs> And my my mother-in-law loves them. She has a collection, but everybody's always stealing them because you can only steal a present up to three times and then you can't take it anymore. So it's a lot of fun there, but then I know she wants it so I can get it for her for a Christmas present. Yeah. So um, we were doing the whole exchange. She did not get the, get the doll. So I thought, great. Now I know what to get her for a present for Christmas. Okay. So. Um, Mr. Kurgle gets to pick whatever he wants. There were also a pair of really cozy socks. You know, I believe it or not, I tend to get cold feet sometimes. I could really, <laughs> I could really use a pair of cozy socks. Metaphorically or? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so guess, guess what we bring home? Socks. A hat. No, he picks an AOC doll. So oh. now my, my mother-in-law has the doll. I do not have the socks. And now I also have to figure out what to get her for Christmas now. Oh, wow. yeah. Man. There's a headline in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's also almost a big, big disaster. When it was Gizmo's turn, someone before her had gotten a Twinkie maker. Ooh. And her, her eyes lit up, and she took this Twinkie maker. She was so excited. I thought, oh, no, now I have to make Twinkies. But someone after her stole it. Oh. So I, I got off the hook. And now you know what to get her for Christmas. Yeah, she said on the way home, she said, I want a Twinkie maker for Christmas. Like, now I can put a box of Twinkies in your stocking. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen you can buy Twinkies over here. I've never had one before. I'm going to have to. You've never had a Twinkie? I've no, well, they look similar to other kind of things we have here, but it's kind of, it looks like a sort of a spongy kind yeah. of cakey thing with a white filling. Is that yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
What yeah. what are they called there? I don't know, but uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen things like this over here actually, but they they probably go by another name. Hmm. We were not allowed to eat those when I was little. Oh, how come? When I was growing up, my mom would never buy them. No. Oh. The hostess stuff, but my neighbor, my neighbor's mom, bought them, and we knew where the cabinet ah, was. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, that's the best. So Tige, like on every corner in Belgium, is there just like a waffle stand? You just grab a waffle and go. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like in just like in England, you have tea stores on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, in the big cities, it is kind of like that. Actually, there are. Places where you can buy waffles and lots of other good pancakes are very popular here as well. And uh, yeah, people like their beer and their chocolates and their coffee. So plenty of places to try things out. But it is, I must say, I'll have, to, I'll have to post some pictures on Not The Bee as well. Belgium at this time of year is beautiful when the Christmas lights come out everywhere, especially in the historic cities. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. We'll be going away. When this podcast comes out, we'll probably already be away. Uh, we'll be in the Netherlands, but very close to the German border. And there are beautiful German Christmas markets. So if I venture that far over the border, I will definitely post a couple of pictures on Not The Bee. So keep an eye out for that. And then there'll probably be, I don't know, sauerkraut things available there or some German stuff. <laughs> We're really excited to welcome SDH back to We The Beeple. SDH, uh, you've been on our podcast a few times, I think, over the last year or so. But uh, mm-hmm. usually as you're kind of popping in and then you have to pop back out. You're a very busy lady. So I think this time we've got you for a little bit longer. So we thought we'd uh, take advantage of that and, and have you answer the five questions and some community questions as well and just hang out with us and, and have a bit of a chat. But I think uh, I think everyone listening to the podcast probably knows who you are. But just in case <laughs> anyone doesn't, and maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast and you're quite new, SDH is our marvelous community manager, and you're the content editor at the Babylon Bee, if I'm getting that correct. And uh, I fix typos. You fix typos. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. Yeah. So you you have more work with certain subscribers than others. Well, I don't fix subscriber typos. <laughs> I fix typos in the articles. Is that what you meant? Content editor? What did you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, just editing content, looking out for oh. gr- grammatical errors. But you, you've changed. Uh, yeah. When uh, I have the, the fortune of having a headline featured, you, you do occasionally make some changes to them. So That's true. So, That's true. I'm happy to do yeah, that. Yeah, you've done that yep. before. But, but you've, uh, you've been a member of the headline forum. I looked this up before our call. And uh, you've been on the forum since June 29th, 2019. Does that, does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Those early days very well. Yeah, absolutely. So much fun. And you've dished out just over 2,100 delightful headlines. <laughs> and you've garnered 488 loyal followers. So do go and follow SDH if you're not doing already. And uh, at the moment, you're hanging on to a very worthy 12th spot in the bees community. Yeah, I don't know how you guys, I feel like I'm on all the time. How do you guys get so many points? <laughs> Especially you, conservative pro. <laughs> no, it's it's fun. When when I was when I transitioned to working for the beef more officially, I sort of was sort of unofficially for a long time, but I didn't post as many headlines. I have points, but 
I don't know. It's still shocking to me how many points some people have. Well, we'll probably get around to talking about this in a moment, but uh, I think as most people know, there's been a, quite a few significant changes to the way the website is working. Uh, and there's, actually today, I believe Dan Dillon dropped a premium article about those changes. Um, might just have you talk about that in a moment, SDH, but um, that, that's kind of put a few bugs in the system and it's messed with the overall community points. And I know conservative prof <laughs> shot up to a ridiculous 80 million or 85. something at one point. Is 85, that, is that right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I shot up to 12, but I think it was uh, joining both my score on Not the B and the B together. So I don't know if they're going to iron that out as the days go by, but. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bugs to work out. Yeah, my so my B score is back to where it was. Okay. And then my B social score is the same as my not the B score. If you go to your profile, um, they do show the points per the two websites now for B social versus the Babylon B. But if you look at the stats page on the B, um, they add them all together. So it really looks kind of odd because since I was number, am number one for both, um, I might have this dominant lead over everybody else. That's <laughs> not necessarily really true. So yeah, there's no need to rub it in. Come on. So for Little Jedi, if you're listening to this, um, try to catch me now, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) SDH, your bio tells us that you're the wife of one very funny husband and you're a former stay-at-home mom of two even funnier kids. And are are you really bored? It says here that uh, the kids are grown up. I was bored. (laughs) I was bored before I found the bee. The bee saved you from boredom. Now I'm not bored anymore. Yeah, I think I think it'd be impossible to be bored now. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not bored anymore. But the B saving people from boredom worldwide. <laughs> exactly, that's sort of the root of my name. Slightly desperate housewife is I was slightly bored, slightly desperate for interesting, funny people to talk with. So I totally found my people here at the Babylon Bee. Awesome. I've noticed you seem to. Have- yeah, obviously you haven't ditched your username. It's still SDH, but uh, I've noticed you you tend to refer to yourself these days as uh, less of the slightly desperate and more along the lines of other things that are appropriate to whatever's going on. When I first joined, I was very much wanting to be always, I didn't trust the internet. Mm-hmm. And I've, I'm sure you guys maybe feel the same way. It's It's kind of scary out there and you don't want people doing too much, but I think the B community is a safe community yeah. and, um, you know, I'm less worried about that. I hardly have any stalkers, just a couple. So I'm not worried about yeah. it at all. <laughs> well, I, I was doxxed on the podcast last year. So. Yes, you were. I was <laughs> like, Hey, they said your, I even messaged you. I said, they said your name on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all right. I'm not really bothered. It's not like I'm safe from the feds anyway, all the way over here. So they can't get me. Well, you think you are. Well, the gulags will be really fun. All the fun people are going to be in the gulag. That's true. Yep. Um, and we get to bring our one video into TV. So hopefully that we all choose a different video. So SDH, there's quite a lot going on your end, I believe. You're certainly, there's no time for you to be bored. I don't think like uh, Google just said. What what's What's happening with you at the moment? I understand you've got quite a busy December. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, it will probably be in the rearview mirror, but you've got a busy few days uh, coming up, I believe. My son is getting married, Yay. so it's very exciting and very fun. So we'll be 
traveling to where the wedding is and going to a Spanish-speaking country because that's where Mm -hmm. she's from. And so it'll be a cross-cultural experience. We have some family coming. and It's it's going to be totally different than I ever expected um, a wedding to be for my, you know, kids. But we love her so much. She is so much fun, just a beautiful person inside and out. And she was raised in the church. And so there's just that common bond that you have, even Mm -hmm. when you're from a different culture. When you all love the Lord, it's just so um, comforting, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's, it's just something you just, you can have that sort of oneness where you, you understand each other. You feel like you understand each other, even though we don't really know her family um that well at all but um yeah but anyway they raised a lovely girl and so we'll get to meet this big extended family and it'll be it'll be fun and i'm sure we'll be the very boring you know americans (laughs) in the latino (laughs) wedding but it'll it'll be fun so do, do the family speak english or are you guys learning spanish some do but not everyone and i don't speak spanish so um but I have some family members that do. So we'll have we'll have um some pantomime, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and some grabbing the person who can translate. Uh so it'll it'll just be different, but yeah. But we're looking forward yeah, to it. It sounds like it's gonna be a fun time. I think it will. And you know, the decisions have been made. Whatever happens, happens as far as if things go 100% according to plan, you know, you just have to not worry about it. So we're just going down there. We've done our best and hopefully everything will go according to plan. All the flights will happen as they're supposed to. All the suitcases will get there. All the, you know. Congratulations. This is really exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. I never really realized how much fun it would be. And it's true, like you say, you know, I've, I've experienced that as well, where you meet somebody from a completely different culture and ordinarily you'd have absolutely nothing in common, but when you're both believers and you've, you've got, you share the same faith, it's just, it, it just crosses cultural bounds, um, age, race, whatever. Uh, it is, it is a unique and remarkable thing, I think, to Christianity. So, uh, yes, I agree. So that's, yeah, that, that presumably will be a, a, a bond, an immediate bond for the for the for the wider family so hope that goes well mm-hmm. and i guess we better not keep you too long on this podcast then if you've yeah, i imagine you've got quite a bit to do well and plus music i don't know if you guys do christmas music or if you know musicians but um i play the flute so you know i wanted to keep doing my things that i normally do so um we have our church music this sunday and then i'm in a flute choir we have a little concert at another church or we're playing with another church as music i guess mm-hmm. on sunday afternoon and then i'm done with that i'm done with the music after that then you're free but that's the fun part of christmas well guys i i have a conspiracy theory and i don't think i've contributed one before so I'm, i was very excited to share this and i was kind of ripping off profs and, and, and kirgle's idea during the last uh, podcast recording and I, I wanted to call this deep within the merry glow of christmas lights there is an elusive group and Prof called it the big ketchup industry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to call it the, uh, the saucy Santas. Ah, <laughs> nice. And, you know, I think the saucy Santas really holds sway over the destiny of ketchup, of ketchup during the festive season. 
And uh, there are whispers suggesting that this clandestine collective dictates where ketchup bottles should hibernate, the fridge or the cupboard. And it's all under the guise of Yuletide cheer. So we did talk about this. Uh, and we had a lot of fun talking about this in our last episode. But um, legend says, everybody, that um, there are tales of the jolly old saucy Santas donning red and white robes, slyly placing ketchup bottles in either the chilly confines of refrigerators or the cozy warmth of cupboards. And their holly jolly manipulation aims to spread seasonal confusion, stirring debates during joyous family feasts. And that's certainly something that we did on the last recording. And ancient carols hint at ketchup snuggled among the spices in bustling pantries, while others swear by the frosty embrace of the fridge and the saucy Santa's revel in this ketchup conundrum, all while merrily sipping cocoa and nibbling on mince pies. And SDH, we we discussed this before we were recording, and and I do believe that uh, you are also a ketchup fridge person. Yes, definitely. So, Prof, you're in the minority this time. (laughs) You know what? Just because in your minority doesn't mean you're wrong. <laughs> it's really how your mom taught you. I it's my wife actually, uh, but it's yeah. So you go with the flow, right? But I do enjoy room temperature ketchup with my fries. Hot fries, room temperature ketchup makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know about you, Kurgle. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> I, I I just need time. Kurgle's going to slowly like let the ketchup out like four or five minutes and then put it back in. And then the next day it'll be six or seven minutes and put it back in. So every day the ketchup will be out a little bit more and a little bit more until eventually she's comfortable with it being out. So yeah, I I, you just I, have to work your way there. Yeah. I, I need baby steps. Baby steps. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I have a COVID ketchup story. You want to hear my COVID ketchup story? Yes. 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 yes, yes. I don't know what it was about COVID, but people were, buying up things at the grocery store. Maybe it was everybody thought there was going to be... Anyway, the only thing I could find, we needed ketchup, and there were just these two giant things of ketchup at the store, and they were connected by a little plastic thing. So anyway, I just grabbed them, put them in the shopping cart. We just (laughs) finished the last of the second one. So it was since the beginning of 2020. It might have gotten bad if I'd left it out on the counter, but because it was in the refrigerator, ah, it lasted. <laughs> so okay. I, I was so tired of having the giant ketchup taking up room, that, but I couldn't like just throw it away with ketchup in it. We had to use it all, so <laughs> just finished it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were eating earlier today, and, and we, we had some ketchup on the, uh, on the table. And I was thinking about our conversation in the last <laughs> podcast. And so I, I lifted this, this particular bottle, which had been in the fridge. And uh, I did notice on the label were the instructions to refrigerate the product. So It, it does say that. Yeah. After so, Kurgle, I, I, would, I would backtrack those baby steps. I don't think you need to worry so, about it. So oh, hold on. Hold on, Tiege. You're a man and you follow directions. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, a guy following directions. I'm a little worried about you right now. <laughs> well, I am European, so. Do you, you carry a European purse? Man purse? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is true. True tell, tell the truth. He's turning red. He might not want to admit this. <laughs> He's I, looking for it. I don't it. have a purse, but I have a man bag. A satchel. Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. That's Maybe. like a briefcase. All right. 
You passed. We're okay. I was just I was huh? just gonna say that in my view, one person's directions are really just somebody's suggestion. Like, I mean, I'm only gonna read the directions if everything is failing around me. That's like the last the last thing that I would do is read directions. So just FYI. This is true. We don't really understand that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe why I have so many tech problems. So it could be, that could explain that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you want to say, Google? Oh, I was just going to point out how lovely the flower pattern of your, your man purse is. <laughs> is yeah. It's such, such a lovely pattern. I thought I saw Hello Kitty on that. I wasn't quite sure. Is that what that was? Or was it flowers? I, I think it was the the keychain that he has dangling off the. Oh, strap. the keychain! Yeah. yeah, it's sparkly. I do. I, it's impressive. It catches your attention. You won't lose it. <laughs> it's just very brown and boring. <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> I get told I look like a real teacher with it. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention: California girl uh, posted a headline. And we all know um, the Walkman has been battling cancer. Uh, there is a Give, Send, Go that has been set up to raise money for him and his family. So you can find it at the California Girls headline. There's a link in there. And also um, some more of us have posted headlines to help spread the word. So um, anything that, that you can give, that'd be great. Try to raise as much money as we can for them. I think when I last checked, it was... Uh... That's quite a significant amount, which is uh, wonderful yeah. to see. Yeah, it is growing quickly. Lots of generous donations from, from the wider community, so that's really nice. That yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. And the prayer support for him, I think, is great. Yes, yeah, the, 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 the people are very generous. Yeah. I don't think we've mentioned this before, but we, we always pray before we hit record, most of the time when we don't forget. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just... Before we hit record, we were praying for this episode, and uh, we did include the Walkman in our prayers. So mm-hmm. we are thinking of you, the Walkman, and uh, we're praying for wisdom for the doctors, for uh, grace and peace over you in this very difficult time. And of course, ultimately, we're, we're praying for, for your healing. So you are in our thoughts and prayers. The day we're recording this, a premium article was published by The Bee announcing this shiny new thing. It's actually been around for a while. Um, but I think it's it's going to be shiny and new for B users called B Social. And SDH is here to talk to us just a little bit more about that. Yes. Um, everybody can claim a complimentary B Social um, login and account if you are a premium member. Dan had his um, premium article. The details should be in there. And if you go to your dashboard and look for the link to claim your free account. And basically what you're going to get is a social network. If you're not on, if you're on not the B, you pretty much already have all that functionality in the not the B social tab. Um, but this is an actually a standalone website that's between the B and not the B and add all that social function to your B account. Maybe if you don't think you want a Facebook or you're not interested in Twitter, you may enjoy uh, B social because it's just like on the forum. We are, you know, kind of a community 
and um, it's just a it, the B Forum is a special place. Christians, conservatives, and we all kind of seem to have a lot in common. And I think um, the social network over at Not the B and and is what B Social is going to be. And it's it's basically the same thing. And it's yeah. I have breaking news. Breaking sure. news. This is just in right now. The one, the only Murph is now on B Social. Yeah. So if Murph can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So now is a really good time to claim this because it's free. So why not? And give it a try. See what you think. It's not it's not headlines. B social's about anything. There's a bazillion groups. So whatever <laughs> social activity, hobby, profession. Um, you are in, there's probably a group for that. There's a group page you can look up, but you can search groups. There's all kinds of meme groups. There's a group for uh, hunting, fishing. Uh, there's a professional educators one that I'm in. There's one for accounting that I'm in. That's, that's a super exciting group. Join the accounting group. You will not be sad that you did. <laughs> that um, sounds really super it's exciting. very exciting. Yeah. Boy, we talk about the 1040 easy form, just like, you know, just like nobody's business. It's awesome to, to have those conversations. Yeah. We all look forward to tax time. We love that time of year, like gathering up all the information, make sure, making sure you enter everything right. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing how much money you get to pay to the government. So exciting. So all the accounting nerds, we hang out there and talk about that. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah. um, but it's, it's uh, a lot of fun and, it's again, it's Christians, it's conservatives. Uh, it's it's a good time. Yeah, and when you post something, it doesn't have to be in headline form, so you can just do narrative. Yeah, I thought it had to be in Jeopardy form. Questions it's framed as a question. Am uh, I wrong questions? about that? No. I mean, oh. questions aren't bad. You can, <laughs> you can post pictures, videos. You can link whatever. But yeah, just like um, with your B membership. The fact that you have to pay something keeps a lot of the problem people out. Yeah. It keeps them out for sure. And if there are people who are causing controversy and issue, it gets dealt with pretty quickly. And we can get to know each other better. Yes, absolutely. You know? It's basically not the B without the, new, the news articles and the social site, the social site which uh, I, it takes some getting used to because uh, unlike Facebook, it doesn't just highlight what you th what it thinks you will like it shows everything in the order in which it's been posted um but of course you, you can follow people and get notifications and you can also post a gif or like you said sda a picture you can link to other articles outside of, of the social site and uh, you can also do a poll ask people some things and get them to vote so yeah it's a lot of fun i i really enjoy it and I, since i started using it a couple of years ago Shout out again to Neo Hillbilly for getting me involved. And uh, I, my usage on Facebook is just has bombed. I, I, I'm, hardly, uh, I'm hardly on there anymore. So this is definitely mm -hmm. a, good, a good, more wholesome replacement. Uh, yeah. to, uh, to and the groups really are good. And if you don't see a group that you like, if you're really into, I don't know, Legos. If you're really into Legos and there's not a Lego group, you can start a Lego group. So <laughs> we have prayer groups. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a women, there's women's groups. There's I'm sure there's, pet, men's there's group. a pet owner's there's probably group. A cigar group. There's a dog training group. There's a cigar group for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd actually posted something. I mean, you can post all sorts of, uh, we get up to a, some shenanigans as well. And, uh, <laughs> I actually, my childish humor, I posted a, a screen grab from, or a screenshot from Facebook 
which was uh, from space.com. And the title is Unwrapping Uranus and its Icy Secrets. And so I posted that and, and lots of people sniggering. And uh, Yes, you did. Pa- uh, user Pastor of Disaster, he said, uh, I say again, there should be a group for eighth grade boys' humor. And, oh, uh, make one. Make yeah, well, one. I... I tagged Dan Dillon and I said, would it, go, would it go against community standards to set up a group aimed at something like poop jokes? No, <laughs> it would not. Make it be a private group. There's, there are PG-13 groups. There's a dark humor group. And we just make them private so that you know, the people who want to see it will see it then in that group. Dan just replied with the, you know, the, the emoji with his hands over, peeking through his hands emoji with ah, the poop emoji. Yes. So I, just, I said, I'll take that as a, as a yes. <laughs> I think it's a yes. That sounds like a yes to me. And there are some B headline forum related groups. There's one for people who've had a published headline. Yep. There's one for yeah. There's something for everyone. There's one on for workshopping. Headline. There's one yep. for kind of pitching something and trying to get ideas or looking for feedback. Um, mm-hmm. yep. So do go and check that out. And we hope, uh, yeah, we hope to see lots of subscribers on there, and we can uh, hopefully get to know each other even more than we do in the format that the the forum has allowed. Yep, it's exciting. We've been waiting for this for a long time. RB Social to go live. Some of us have beta tested it. Yep. So it's kind of fun when it's when it launches. That might be why I have eighty five million points. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Has something to do with it a bit. But we should we should also point out this this isn't the long awaited secret super secret project that the guys have been working on. Yeah, that will be coming. That will be announced in January. And um, I really don't have much information on it. I'm not involved in it. But, um, yeah, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. You see, our strategy here on We The Beeple is just to try and get people more officially aligned with the bee on this podcast so we can try and probe them and find out what's really going on. But mm-hmm. so far, we've been rather unsuccessful, haven't we, Prof? Very unsuccessful. She is a lot. She she will not reveal information. <laughs> I even thre- I even said I'd show you cute puppy pics if she revealed information, and she I'm did not give into temptation. Anyway. So. <laughs> well, maybe not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we better. Yeah, the, the same uh, with the same with the voice as well. When he was uh, on our last episode, he was uh, also under his lips were sealed. Although I'm not sure how much information he was privy to, but uh, I think he had a I think he had an idea, but. Uh, Oh, yeah, I guess we'll have to be patient. Okay, so the objective of this podcast has always been to shine the spotlight back into the community. Um, we love to hear from new users, maybe users that don't always get that much coveted feature or the even more coveted publish. So we thought uh, it's something the guys over on the Dukecast do quite a bit, Nicholas, and uh, we wanted to maybe do that as well and just uh, go through some of the... Uh, Random headlines, thanks to the I'm feeling lucky button. And um, SDH, I think you wanted to start us off with, uh, with, with a headline that way. Okay, sure. This is uh, FL Max or Elvis Parsley. Um, Hunter claims Babylon B subscription as business expense. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like, yeah. I like the inside B angle there. And then shall we just do, uh, shall we do the same format as before? So then Steve, myself, and Kirsty. Okay. So Steve, do you want to go next? Yes. Are we doing, are we doing random, right? Yeah, I'm feeling lucky. Okay. Yeah. okay. 
So I have one from BMY61. Man who didn't get job lands the job after applying as transgender. <laughs> Guaranteed to work. There you go. That's how it works nowadays. <laughs> okay, I've got a headline here from user Mackenzie Mike, if I'm saying that correctly, or third Magi03. And uh, they say, in new biblical version of Lassie, she runs to warn little Jonah's parents that he fell down a whale. <laughs> that's funny because that's the one I had up on the I'm feeling lucky. Um, here's one from Coach Joe Conway, Grandpa Joe. Coal futures rise sharply as Santa's naughty list for Gaza, U.S. government expands. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I actually picked this one from the new list. Mm -hmm. I just was sort of scanning down it. And yeah, this is different. a Slaying Giants headline, CIA releasing new EPS on a shelf. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that one. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's one from Sean Fuchsius. Christian nationalist threatens to destroy democracy with violent strategy of loving God and neighbors. <laughs> That's a good one. I've got one here from user MIW2140. Local husband buys his wife flowers sometimes and tells her he loves her on a regular basis. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I told you I loved you when we married, and if that ever changes, I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. We need flowers, right, Colonel? I'm going to yeah. give that one up to you. Yeah. No news is good news. There you go. No <laughs> news is good news. Uh -huh. Here's one from the Babylon Bird. Christmas tree appreciates you letting its head poke out of the trunk on the ride home. A <laughs> <laughs> little me out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Cats on the microphone. Um. Okay, I have one from Wild Bill. Uh, Biden Express train revealed to be that train crossing the Indian Ocean. It's going to sink. It's going to sink, yep. <laughs> okay, I have one from Roman1009. Body positivity claims found to be detrimental to health. Follow the science, not Lizzo on this one. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the the pictures, yeah, the picture is not hot there. So yeah, I don't, I won't make anybody look at the picture. I took the pain for you. So, <laughs> uh, do you love a good Lizzo reference? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I got really? a Lizzo headline published, and that was one of my goals. So <laughs> I got one of those. Uh, okay, I've got one here from user Grouchy Smurf. Gold bar thought to belong to New Jersey Senator. Menendez, but missed by FBI, triggers gold rush fever in Philly. Does anyone get that? I, I don't get the reference. Not entirely. Mm. Blank stairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Grouchy Smith. I, I, yeah. Clueless Brit here. I, I don't know the reference, but okay. Okay. Here's one from Little Jedi. Ah. No thinky face make Jedi sad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he didn't like his disappearing emoji, his favorite emoji. But I, so, I rarely use that one. Yeah. I, I use I, it sometimes. I didn't very very often either. I do want to say that so far this has been a 
three cat throw um, podcasts so far. We've had three cat removals um, from the uh, I can't microphone of Kurgle. Four. I missed one. Okay. So, Here's so far, another one. Oh, there's five. All right. There is we go. Is this a baby kitten or is this your older cat? No, that, that's that's the, the kitten. She's the kitten. Okay. Yeah, she's getting close to full grown now. Yeah. I, I kept hearing these background noises. Lurk. It sounded like small children or something, but I think it was your cat. <laughs> Sometimes she gets very whiny. <laughs> something I just wanted to give a bit of attention to in uh, this episode was a headline from Little Jedi that he posted a few days ago. And just a shout out to Little Jedi and his team for all the wonderful work they continue to do with the Megadoot. And he posted a headline congratulating 26 people who received their first Megadoot ever in November 2023. And he's just want, and we just wanted to join and get behind Little Jedi in shining the spotlight on these people. And do want to, we'll include the link to the headline in the podcast. So you can go and check that out. And there's some, some great headlines there that you can read. And if you want to give those people a follow, I, I, if I'm honest, I do sometimes get lost in my notifications and it's uh, very easy to forget that there's uh, new users uh, joining the forum all the time. So this is a great way we can, uh, we can bring attention to new users. And so do go and check out that headline and you can obviously go on and follow these people who are putting out some really nice headlines. So good work, Little Jedi. And congratulations to the 26 people who received their first Megadoot ever in November 2023. And speaking of Little Jedi, I have some very exciting news. It's probably probably by the time um, the podcast gets out, it's not going to be new news anymore, but very exciting in the forum. Have either or any of you seen Smaller Jedi? I've heard rumors. I yeah. saw the I saw the headline Little Jedi put out on it this morning. So yes. very very fun. Yes, the the rumor is true. Little Jedi's daughter, smaller Jedi, is now part of the forum. So um, check her out, follow her, and that's that's really awesome. Yay! Yep. <laughs> I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> We've loved getting to know Gizmo. Your daughter. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. And we have a really cool little uh, youth group on the forum. Um, so yeah. there's a lot of young people. It's fun. Yeah. Yep. So be be fun. Have smaller Jedi in that youth group too. And it's going to be neat to see what she comes up with. Mm-hmm. Without Gizmo, there would be no ketchup headlines. That is true. putting that out there. <laughs> Her scary ketchup bottle. That kind of scared me. That was funny. <laughs> I, yeah, she she came up with with those with a screaming ketchup. I thought, why? <laughs> That's why it was funny. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, we we had a lot of fun the night before the caroling. Just the two of us trying to come up with stuff. So. Well, something that's come up recently from Dissidente Redactico is the new Pithy Award. Pithy meaning short, brief, getting to the point with the headline. So if you make your own headline that's eight words or less, or you recognize a headline that's eight words or less, um, go to find Dissidente. Just go to his page, scroll down to find his headline discussing the award, save the uh the screenshot he put together there to basically award that 
think I did a six word one the other day, so he didn't recognize it. I didn't word it to myself, but I did a short <laughs> one the other day. So I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. Now, are, are you sure? What what was the, the term that you had for fudging numbers earlier? <laughs> Solving for the variance. Okay. Is that what you did with your headline? Yes. I solved for the variance. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the way I think of it after you, you have a funny idea and you put it down and then it's like an algebra problem where you're reducing the equation mm-hmm. and you're solving, yeah, for the, the, the small. So, so you're, you're looking for the least possible number of words to convey the, um, the same idea. So I did one. Here's, here's my short one. Wife begins packing for summer vacation. Six one. words. Spell that one. Yeah. Yep. Six words. I didn't add any more context. I could have, but I'm posting this in December, which is what makes it funny. So, right. Well, yeah. it it takes a long time to pack. <laughs> exactly. <I know>. Right. <laughs> yes. A number of suitcases must be acquired. The shoes must be ordered and acquired. Yes. I I totally get the process. Been there for 34 years. I totally get it. <laughs> Yep, and vacation will be amazing. Of course, because she'll have have the right shoes for everything. Yes. Exactly. Yes. But then when you're on vacation, you actually have to go shopping while you're there. I know, right? Isn't that just crazy? Because this is stuff I can't buy at home. I'm here. This is the stuff here I can't buy at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The kids expect us to bring something back for them. We got to go shopping. (laughs) You you need souvenirs. Exactly. How else are you going to remember? You would never remember because there's nothing involving digital photography anymore. Uh-huh. That went away. So, yeah. Well, we'll post the award picture in the podcast show notes. So feel free to use that if you wish to. And also, I've mentioned this before, but we had a great conversation with Dissidente on the podcast back in November last year. And I know that was something I remember he talked about his desire for pithy headlines in that podcast. So do go and check that out. If you haven't heard it before and you want to get some wisdom from Dissidente on his take on writing short and pithy headlines. You got my note! Uh, Well, I I got uh, a note. So it's that time of the podcast again where we bring out the questions from the community and you guys didn't disappoint. Kurgle posted a headline about this uh, recently saying we'd be interviewing SDH. And there's plenty of questions here from you all. We'll try and get through as many of these as we can. And um, the first question comes from user Kid Cinnamon. And he or she asks, can I have a job, please? (laughs) Well, I am not the hiring person. So sorry about my dogs again. But yeah, sorry. (laughs) I don't have any I don't have any pull there. Let me just silence my dogs for a second. Sorry. Maybe the dogs want a job as well. Another question is from M. Stevens 53, currently going as Molly McCauley. What exactly does your job entail at the Babylon Bee? Do you read all of our headlines? Sorry. Okay. I could just go put them outside. That's all right. But okay. So, what does my job entail? Um, yes, and, and do you also read all of our headlines? <laughs> uh, yeah, I try to read all of the headlines, but it's like drinking from a fire hose. There are just so many. So um, I do my very best, though. I start at the top of the trending list and go down. I start at the bottom of the trending list <laughs> and go up. 
And um, you have to have six upvotes to make the trending list, which is really a pretty low bar. And occasionally I hit the new list and look through that to see if there's anything that didn't get to the six. But it's always a rolling thing. Pe- things are rolling onto the trending list and off of it. So I'm I'm sure there are good head- headlines that get missed. Um, the golden updute is interesting in that it's a 48-hour, not a 24-hour. So sometimes I'll see something on there that I missed from the trending. So I do look at that too. And yeah, I'm just looking for anything that I think is publishable and having having tried to figure out the whole thing since I started on the headline forum myself um, and interacting with Kyle and Joel and seeing what they like, I send them probably 10 to 20 a day to look at. And um, I've kind of gotten into the habit of if I've given you a golden update, I probably put your headline, passed it over to Kyle and Joel to make sure they see it. I will say sometimes I go back to feature something that I showed them and I realize and I not only didn't golden update it, I didn't even like it or haha at it or anything. <laughs> and so, and so. I don't know how that happens, but maybe I was just in a hurry. It's like you say, the forum, it is, it's grown now, hasn't it? So it's huge. And there are so many headlines that yeah, I, there I, I don't are. think any, anyone would, nobody would blame you for, for missing some. And- well, I feel like your upvoting other people helps really good headlines get seen. And um, so I, I feel like it's, it's really a nice thing to have the trending list where you can see the things that get the most upvotes. But there are a lot of great headlines that for just one reason or another, maybe the news is a little too old that the headline's about. Maybe there's a funny joke, but there's not actually something that happened in the news or whatever that corresponds to it. Or, I mean, there are just a lot of reasons why some things are funny and they were getting a lot of votes, but they're not yeah. published for one reason or another, but I try to find the best ones and send them over there and then see what they like. We appreciate you standing in the gap and representing us to the powers that be. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying she- to get as many people published as possible. That is my job. I want to get you published. It makes me look good if I can get you published. So should, should your job title be headline intercessor? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Interceding for and then us. If I, if I like your idea, but I think it should be worded better, when I send it to them, I reword it mm. in the best possible way that I think will work. And um, sometimes if something gets published like that, they will like my wording or sometimes they'll change my wording or sometimes I'll just send it over as is and it'll get changed. But um so a lot of times people have a really good idea, but it's not maybe as succinct as it should be, or it's not in headline, true headline form. A uh, question from Thee, Thy, Thou. Which subscriber is the most witty and dashing? And I believe that Pure Teach already answered this in, in the comments. So do you have anything to add? <laughs> did Pierre Teach say Pierre Teach? <laughs> he did. Well, in yes, a yes, he did. Way. Yep. Yes, that's why I'm raising my hand. I did that. Pierre Teach responded with a, a gif of Napoleon Dynamite waving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there are so many. How could one choose? Well, obviously, you haven't seen the faces of all the subscribers, but you have seen us. So, well, I've seen their av their avatars, which are exactly like people look in real life. This is true. I mean, I know Prof's avatar. I'm peasant face. <laughs> he he is just a, a pheasant. <laughs> Here's a question from Truddle, who is now currently going as Truddle the Eggnog Enjoyer. Have you considered becoming very desperate due to Biden inflation? It is um, shocking sometimes to see how much stuff costs. I drove through and ordered a Diet Coke from just drive through and it was $2.35. And I thought, oh, and this is really dumb. <laughs> I could have gone to the, I, I could have bought a whole case for what? Six dollars or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably six dollars would have got you there. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway. When you're thirsty, you're thirsty. Yeah. But if you if you just buy less, eat less, and do less and work more, it's okay. That's all you have to do. Yeah. 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 Sounds sounds good. Yeah. But mean tweets, right? So we, right. we took care of that. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's lots of great questions here. I'm uh, I'm going to pick out this one from Geeks for Jesus, who I don't think we've uh, mentioned on the show before. So I think quite a, a new user. But um, he or she asks, how do we keep satire grounded and Christian? Hmm. A more serious question. I think um, Kyle and Joel and the writers do a very good job of, A, keeping it positive and funny and light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and hitting ideas hard, but not just being mean. And I, I do think that that's the beauty of the bee satire. I mean, that I don't know about you, but I could never read The Onion because I just thought it was mean and gross. Except er, er, occasionally someone would send me something that, or my my husband will read it and send me something that's just funny. But um. I think that's the beauty of the bee. And I think that's one of the hard things when you're on the forum is figuring out that niche where it's hilarious and it does hit hard, mm -hmm. but it's not too far or it's not just a political commentary. It's actually funny. Yeah. I was just trying to find it. I, I actually saw uh, an Onion article in my feed the other day, and it was actually quite funny. It was just more observational, but... I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just on I'm just on their website now to try and find it, and yeah, there's a lot of vulgar humor and a lot of foul language and stuff that are, uh, and a lot of ripping into conservatives. Uh, so it's a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of low hanging fruit, really. Um, where I think uh, I think that's the beauty of the bee. It just seems a lot more thought through, and I think it's it's easy to be mean. It's easy to be uh, rude. Mm -hmm. I think it takes takes a bit more work to. Be cleverer, more clever in your in your comedy and uh, in your in your satire. So it does. You have to be more clever if you're not going to resort to bad language or just slamming someone. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm going to uh, jump ahead to one from Unlocked Milk. How often does Kyle look at the forum and say, "Why are you the way that you are"? <laughs> <laughs> Every five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, I, I'm, I'm sure Kyle gets um, some good laughs from the forum. 
um, all the time. There's a lot of stuff on the forum that's really funny that's just not going to make a, a headline. But yeah. Um, yeah, and I um, if I see something that's really clever, a lot of the inside like B-related stuff, to make sure everybody sees it, I'll put it over for the um, for the writers so they can see what, what people are joking about. You are our intermediary <laughs> standing between us and the writers. Our intercessor. Yeah. Our intercessor. That's, <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> okay, I have a question here from Murph. And if Murph asks a question, it's going to get asked. Let's just put it that way. SDH's editing skills are really quite impressive. She can slice and dice headlines into far more concise titles. Did she diagram sentences in high school and actually enjoy it? What was her writing background? Um, I did diagram sentences in the <laughs> fifth and sixth grades or whenever I was taught it. Um, and my, my background is that I went to a very free learning public school, like learn at your own pace. Hmm. First, second, third grade in the same classroom, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade in the same classroom, but like five of them or six of them. And it was fine for first, second, third grade, but fourth, fifth, and sixth grade in one class, <laughs> that was didn't go too well. And so anyway, my parents moved us to a Christian school, and that's when I was introduced to diagramming sentences and phonics and all that kind of stuff. And I did enjoy uh, learning that. As far as writing in general, um, I studied in the sciences and philosophy, and I didn't really study writing. I just, I don't know. I think the science training is more attention to detail, so it kind of maybe fueled my love of finding typos. And also, I worked in college one summer. I worked for a man who was legally blind, and I was his secretary, and he um he had all the time in the world. He, he ran a very small company. It had like seven employees. It was a chemical company. It's a, he, he was a, a doctorate, had his doctorate in chemistry, and he was very particular. And he would blow up my, whatever I typed for him, he would put it on a big magnifying thing. And if there was one tiny error, I would have to retype the whole thing. And it made me very conscious of doing things exactly right because we I was typing on a typewriter, which means you actually have to start over from the beginning every time you type something. So I was mm. typing whole letters like five or six times. And, and he was very, very nice. And he was just very particular. So um, I think that made me very aware. Of- we may need to explain what a typewriter is to the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> FYI. <laughs> It was, it's a memory I would like to forget. <laughs> I remember, I, I'm aging myself, but uh, conservative prof, you can probably remember. We're not that White far Out, apart in age. So Whiteout yes. was revolutionary. <laughs> it was a huge, a huge jump in technology. Yeah. When I was in the ninth grade, my uh, typing class was the very first class uh, the very first year, they switched from typewriters to computers. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That was big. Yep. Yeah. When I went to college, I had a computer, and it was the kind that if you forgot to hit save and you turned it off, everything was gone. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember losing whole papers 
You just brought back some painful <laughs> memories, SDH. The floppy disk. Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, we've lived through a, a revolution. It's amazing to think of all that's happened since the computers were invented. And I want to note that I have in my desk a bottle of liquid paper right here because not many people know this, but the letter CPA actually stand for cut, paste, assemble. So you have to have certain tools around you to make the cutting, pasting, and assembling happening efficiently. Yeah, I so hope you're always not, have like, liquid paper. It's not for doctoring the books? It is not for that. <laughs> and we never use the word fudge in accounting. We use the word solve for. It's the same thing, but we just use the word solve for. Auditors don't get upset about that. So anyway. Uh, okay. Okay, well, I've got another question here from 2 plus 2 is chicken. How many floor-length demi-skirts do you own? (laughs) Okay, true confessions, several. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But they're in style. They're in style now. I have no idea what's in style. Yeah, me neither. They're not not just for Baptists, fundamentalist Baptists. But um, I did, I, I do know that I'm not outing Two plus two is chicken. I don't think he grew up fundamentalist Baptist, and so and I went to a fundamentalist Baptist school, so we do have something in common there. Mm-hmm. So I wore skirts every day once we switched to the Christian school. A lot of denim. <laughs> it was very very popular. Now let me ask you a question here, SDH. Yeah. Did you ever accidentally show some ankle? Oh. Yeah. Well, we were allowed to show ankle. Oh. And so it was knee. a progressive the school. Knee. They had to be to the knee. Dresses had. It was progressive, yes. But my cheerleading skirt went to my knee. Okay. So. Very good. All right. In the city where I live, um, there's been lots of pictures on Facebook of kids being at winter formal. So last two weekends, winter formals have been happening in high schools around here. And every single girl is dressed the same way, uh, the same dress. And guess how long that dress is? Floor length? Hmm. Not very long. Let's just put it that oh, okay, way. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, shows from it, it shows a lot, both on the upper and the lower. And that's what <laughs> every single girl wears. Every single one. Yeah. When it's, I was it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the prairie dresses were in style when I was in high school, along with all the lace, and you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. And one thing that's very, very hard to do, uh, two years ago, Gizmo School started a winter formal, mm-hmm. and it is the hardest thing in the world to find a formal dress for a teenage girl that fits the dress code. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And Tish has two teenage daughters, so he's feeling it maybe i don't know how that works over there <laughs> I'm, I'm blessed they're quite conservative in there and the, my oldest daughter went through a, a phase of wanting to wear we call them crop tops over here uh i'm not sure mm. if that's the same thing but ba- yeah, basically yeah. it probably yeah, so. it yeah. shows stomach and a bit of cleavage and uh yeah she 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 came down in that once and my wife was like nope <laughs> <laughs> good deal good job mom well, they, they, they can wear, you know, within reason, they can wear what they like around the house as long as nobody else is here. But uh, but obviously, if they're in public and they're, they're leaving the house, then yeah, we, we want to make sure that they're appropriately dressed. So that is a good job. That Dad. is a big deal for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, you, you know, what is it? what's the old expression? The shadier the theology, the shorter the skirt. <laughs> I've heard that mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. that's good. <laughs> 
Uh, it all goes back to theology. Amen. Okay, um, this one is from MJJA. Does it ruin good jokes when you have to read them all the time because it's your job? Oh, that's a good question, too. I've kind of gone through phases, but it over time, I think it actually helps you find the good joke in the midst because you're reading, 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 and it's the one that just hits you sort of unexpectedly and makes you laugh that you know is is good. And then you have to think as far as for a headline, is it a headline? Is it timely? Is it or timeless? And will a Photoshop go with it? Will it make an article? That's the other thing. So can you write an article? And as Kyle has said this, if you immediately start thinking of how you're going to write the article and the jokes that could go in the article, then you know that that's I mean, that's an indication that that's a winner. So for me, though, I, for every one that gets featured, I probably send 20 or 30 over to them. So I'm narrow, I'm just narrowing the field. I don't make the final, you know, determination and Kyle and Joel and James select or say, hey, this one is, this is one we want on our homepage. So the, the ones that are featured are ones that you know, they've looked at and said, oh, this, we could, we could maybe publish this one. You know, they're really close to publishable. Um, so it, it's a really high bar to get featured. So if you've had a featured headline, but not published, that's, that's really close. I have a question from Aussie Mama. What's your favorite fictional book? I don't know. I mean, I'm not one of those that like rereads books, reads books. I, I like to read a new book every time. So to have a favorite where I could say it's my favorite, but I have some that have just stuck in my mind. Um, one of them is one that my my mom loved to read, and she was always sending me books or recommending them. And um, Jane Eyre is just a that one stuck in my mind, and it actually I've read a lot of the Bronte sisters' books. They're so they're just good. It's just a different world, and I don't know. They're good stories, um, and then. There's a there's a book I read. It's kind of um, it's kind of wild. It's totally different. I don't know. Let's see. Should I recommend it? At the beginning, the story that it's based on is maybe a little a little rough. There's a um, but anyway, it's called Peace Like a River, and it was the author's first book, and it's different. That one stuck with me, and I don't know. I love biographies, so I'm I mostly read nonfiction. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, I've got. A question here from uh, one of the other writers, actually. This is Adam Corey, or going by the username Aneptitude. Which writer needs the least editing, and why is it Adam Corey? Is <laughs> <laughs> this an, an inside joke, presumably? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Adam Corey's a very good writer. Actually, oh. all the writers are very good. <laughs> and I am not the one that goes back and edits what other writers write, <laughs> <laughs> except for fixing minor uh, things that make it through to post pub. I don't edit anything until after it's published. All the pre work is done by Kyle or Joel or James. This leads to a side comment, actually. If uh, if we do notice any spelling or grammatical errors in published headlines, uh, can we tag you in that, or do we tag yes. someone else? Please yeah. tag me. Um, I try to read everything when it's first published, but then there's because I'm on the East Coast and that things a lot of times get published in the evening or I have other stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not a full-time, I'm a part-time employee, mm -hmm. so I don't spend my whole day 
on the B. Sure. But um, yeah, if you tag me, that helps if I miss something. Yeah. I've noticed people, I think I've done that once before and I've noticed other people doing that as well. So it's good, mm-hmm. to, it's good to know that we're allowed to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I, I do appreciate it. Okay. I have a question here from a very strange subscriber, very strange sounding name. Um, but it's in, in the list, so I'll go ahead and, and ask it. It's from somebody named Pure Teej. <laughs> Are you part of a secret society devoted to reviving the double space after a period, or are you just rebelling against modern typesetting norms? <laughs> I I feel like that fall of civilization started <laughs> when they removed the second space after a period. And that also coincides with the poor reading ability of students in schools, because who can read when you can't see a complete sentence properly offset by two spaces? (laughs) I'm with the kids on this one. I mean, this is really leading to some dark places in our country and in our world. Yeah, I I have to admit... (laughs) When that all changed, it, it, it was quite an adjustment for me. I really had to get used to it. It was just so weird. It is weird. And I, I even argued with my kids about it because they were told not to do it in their papers. And I said, that's ridiculous. That's, why are they telling you that? And I would, I would make them put the do spaces. I used, to, I used to use a double space, actually. And then I remember, I can't remember how many years ago, somebody said, oh, we, we don't do that anymore. Who decided that? It, it was kind of a ketchup in the fridge moment. It was just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I have a question. This is from our We the Beeple group on Not the Bee. And Fishy the Penguin asks Is there a recommended bribe for getting your headline published? <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, I don't know if you remember this, but back yeah. at the very beginning, somebody was friends with someone on staff and used a back channel to get a fake publish. And (laughs) do you remember that? I remember that. No, I don't think I do. I remember it. Um, But I think it was, I think the published credit was taken away. He, he he did it as a joke and then it was removed. So it wasn't an actual, I, I, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, back, back then it was, it seemed like it was hard to get published. It, I think it's a little easier now. I don't know if it's easier or just we have more publishers because there are so many more people posting mm-hmm. headlines and so many more headlines to choose from. We can find the publishers uh, faster. But um, yeah, I don't, I've never heard of a case of bribery other than that one early mm-hmm. on. And I don't think that will ever happen again. I just don't <laughs> recall that one. So what you're saying is. However, I will, I will give you my address. No. <laughs> okay. If, if you clean your house, if you deliver food, pick up sodas for you, there might be a chance. Is that, is that what you're saying? Maybe. Although I don't, nobody in my, nobody I know has admitted to being on the B forum that I've, that knows that I do this job. So nobody admits or tells me their real, their username. One of my son's friends said, I'm going to join. I said, well, you need to tell me your name. He goes, no way. So if you're listening Hmm. to this, (laughs) (laughs) you know who you are. Tell me your name. But yeah, nobody's offered to do anything. I've I've not seen any gifts showing up on my doorstep tagged with a username. Hmm. Hmm. So there is a chance though. So there is, what I'm hearing is it's possible 
that it yeah, could. I don't know. Be, the problem happen. is getting it past Kyle. I just. Oh, don't that's think true. That's that. a good point. That's a good that's point. Something. That'd be the hard part, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so bribing Kyle would really be the way to go. Just take you out of the equation. Just go right to Kyle. Yeah, both that's of us. That's probably you really the way to do. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question here from Ten Ton BP. As our forum, well, he says, as our forum den mother. What is your favorite snack to bring or prepare and share at group gatherings, be it soccer matches or otherwise? Wow, that's kind of a hard question. Um, let's see. What do I, I like? Um, actually, my favorite thing would be, um, I guess you call it, I guess it's just a fresh salsa. So I make my own salsa and some of my son's friends like are mad if I don't bring it to something so, or were mad back in high school if I showed up without it. So I would say that's my thing uh, that I like to take. One final question. This one is from Jay Kask and it's kind of give everybody a, an idea of what your day is like. Uh, he wants to know, do you work at the bee or like more remotely? Well, I work remotely. I live in Georgia and all the, all the, the writers and editors live all over. Um, Kyle and Travis are in the office. Um, as far as the writing staff, I'm trying to think if anybody else is there who's a writer. I think most of the writers are remote. And so, yeah, I'm remote and I log on in the morning. And just like you guys log on to the forum, I am searching for headlines and um, communicate. I do have really good communication with everybody on staff. And even though it's not Sometimes we have Zoom calls where we, you know, check in with each other or, or just voice calls, group calls um, for the staff. Mm -hmm. But most of the time it's just, um, you know, through the Slack channel we communicate. Holiday Movies, A Merry Little Quizmas. Okay, well, it is uh, Christmas time, so we are going to have a little fun. So, uh, SDH, we have some trivia questions from some Christmas movies I'm sure you're you're really up to date with and know very well mm. so we'll, we'll yeah. see <laughs> we'll, we'll see how many you can get correct okay are you ready okay okay so I'll start with the with the first one and this is from the very well-known and much loved it's a wonderful life okay so that's a smile from SDH she she looks comfortable and confident so we'll start <laughs> First question, in which ear did George Bailey lose hearing? I think it was his left ear. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yay. I'm thinking, I'm picturing her whispering in that scene where she whispers, I'll love you for the rest of my life, or I'll love you till the day I die, or something like that. And she whispers it in his left ear so he can't hear it. Hey, well, you're off, off to a good start. Second question, what are the names of George Bailey's four children? Oh, goodness. I haven't watched it enough to remember that. Yeah, so the names are Peter, Janie, Zuzu, and Tommy. Okay. Okay, so I have a couple of questions from A Christmas Story. Uh, first of all, what does Ralphie want for Christmas? Now, I want the full name. Okay, I'll try. Official Red Rider Dual Carbine Action... BB gun? Was that close? Not eh, bad. 
don't know. I can't give that one to you as unfortunately not quite close enough because it wasn't exactly perfect. Okay. Oh, okay. And an official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass and a stock and this thing that tells time. Okay. Yeah. I was I got the first half. <laughs> yeah, you, you you were on the right track. Okay, uh second question, what grade did Ralphie get on his Christmas theme paper? A plus 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 plus. Oh no, he got an F. Did he get an F? In his dream, he got A plus 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 plus. Oh yeah, yeah. In his dream. No, um, actually, in real life, he got a C plus. C plus. C plus. C plus. <laughs> okay, I have one from Christmas Vacation. How many lights does Clark use to decorate the house? Oh, I think I've only seen that one one time, and I have no idea. <laughs> I've seen clips of it or parts of it, but... 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Okay. Question two, what does Clark do for a living? It's mm, in an office. The accountant? <laughs> the movie had been much better if he was an accountant. He's already really good, but that would have made it even remember. better. Oh, I'm terrible. I'm really terrible with movies. Because <laughs> Clark is your stereotypical accountant, I'll have to admit. It's very true. I don't know. I, I, I can kind of visualize him talking to his bosses or at the Christmas party. Is it the Christmas party that he goes to? Yes. I don't know. It was a Christmas themed movie, know. so that would make sense. Yeah, that I remember it was a Christmas really party. Stuff. Okay. Food additive designer. He invented a non-nutritive cereal varnish that preserves crispiness. <laughs> I can't even read that without laughing. It sounds like something real. That's funny. Okay, so the next one is one of my all-time favorite movies, Home Alone. Mm. And have you seen Home Alone, SDH? Of course. Yes. Okay, well, hopefully you can answer these questions then. Question number one, what street do the McAllisters live on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, just just an FYI. I don't remember a lot of stuff that, that normal people remember. <laughs> I'm guessing not many people know the answer to this. I, I, I would know. guess the majority would not get it right. That is a difficult question. Lincoln Boulevard. I'm hoping you'll know the second one. What did Kevin use to make it look like people in the McAllister house? So, you know, that people look like people were home. And what did he use to make it look like people were home? Like cut out people? I don't remember. Um, There's a little train and then something attached to it. And... <laughs> yeah, a train was something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible. I told you I'm horrible with movies. Well, there's, there's a couple of answers, actually. The, one of them was mannequins. Well, but, okay, uh, mannequins. If memory Which serves normal correct. people have in their homes, mannequins. Okay. But if memory, memory serves correctly, he did use a life-size cardboard cutout of, was it Michael Jordan, to go around That's on the train set? With the cardboard I, I think so, okay. yeah. Okay, so um, next movie we have is actually my favorite Christmas movie, so don't let me down. Okay. Okay. Gremlins. <laughs> you already know I've not seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see if you can answer these. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, first, what are the three rules that you must follow? <laughs> okay. the, actually, the only thing I know about the Gremlin movie is the gifts that you've been posting. They seem <laughs> to That is the only thing I know about that movie. <laughs> yes, but that, that's unfortunately not one of the rules that they have to sing Christmas carols. Oh. Okay, so uh, first one, keep them out of bright light, especially sunlight. Okay. Number two, don't get them wet. And number three, never, ever feed them after midnight. I, I'm sure you'll get this next one. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, how much does Billy's dad buy Gizmo for? How much does he what? Okay, when he, he's at the, the China shop, mm -hmm. he buys some mogwai. How much does he pay for it? Okay. Um, you can guess. $5.39. No, try again. $55.42. Okay. Getting closer, I'll give you one more try. $72.50. No. $200. Oh, wow. Which under Bidenomics, how much would that be now? Uh, no. What, $25,000? I was thinking more like 50, but yeah. Oh, yeah. If I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Another movie that we have, and, and probably personally for me, my all-time favorite Christmas movie is Edward Scissorhands. Mm. And so question Last one. Time. Yeah. Everyone's question question one. What did the inventor give to Edward right before he died? I mean – do you really watch these movies like multiple times so that you know all these answers? Um, yes. I have seen this movie one time. I have no idea. <laughs> the answer is hands. A real hands. Apparently. Oh. Yeah, that's what it says. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that's good. Okay, question, that. <laughs> question two. <laughs> What ha what never happened before Edward came down from the mansion? They'd, nobody had ever seen somebody with scissors for hands. That's a, that's a reasonable <laughs> guess. I mean, I'll have to admit that's a very that, reasonable that's guess. That's probably true as well, actually. Probably. You, you, are, you like almost for every finger or something. So, I don't yeah, know. you almost got it. You were this close. When you hear the answer, you're going to go, er, "I was that close." It never snowed. He made snow from ice sculptures. See how close you were. Mm -hmm. That was really close. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So, SDH, the next film is an all-time classic Christmas movie. It is, of course, Die Hard. Okay. Have you seen Die Hard? One time. One time. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Here we are then. So, first question. What company does Holly work for? I don't know. Where's the, where does it take place? It's in what building does it take place? Is it in the I is it in the Empire State Building? I can't remember. Is it in no. in the Twin Towers? Is it no. in um wrong movie? The Sears? California. It's in California. Oh, it's in California. It's set in California. Is it in the Space Needle? I don't no. know. That's, that's Seattle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, is it it's in California? I don't know the buildings in California. I have no idea. Can't remember. Nakatomi Corporation. Well the Nakatomi oh, yeah. Okay. Nakatomi Plaza. Right. Now I remember. Now, you, if you've been studying uh, the forum 
in, with particular reference to Strike Engineers headlines over the last few days, <laughs> you should be able to answer this one. What is the name of the main bad guy in Die Hard? Okay. Just FYI, I've had a, a lot of music. I have not been on the forum this weekend, <laughs> hardly at all. So I don't know. Uh, <sighs> no worries. It's Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Yes, actually, I did read one of his Hans Gruber things. Now that now that you mention it. And who played Hans Gruber? I I mean, I, you could I could sit down in a restaurant full of movie stars and I wouldn't recognize anybody. I don't know. Uh, I am the atypical Babylon B employee when it comes to movies. Well, it was of course Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Alan Rickman, and uh, that was actually his first uh, little bit of trivia. I believe that was his first uh, movie role. So he was very inexperienced, and uh, he was. Uh, that that quite- name doesn't even ring a bell to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what goodness. else does he? I, I really don't know. Shocking. Unfortunately, he's passed now. But uh, I think he was. Um, I think he was forty-two when. Yeah, he was forty-two when Die Hard came out. So that was his first role. So uh, it's never too late to start a, a career in acting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Okay, so um, next one. So far, you have a whopping one question correct. Okay. <laughs> wow. I warned you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next next movie on our Christmas list, Groundhog Day. Okay. What station is Phil a weatherman for? I don't know. The only station I can think of is WKRP, but that's not it. <laughs> no, it's not. I've only seen that one one time, too. Oh. Channel 9, Pittsburgh. Channel 9. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, next question. What is Phil's first selfless act du- during the movie, which he commits for the benefit of someone other than himself? Does he go get someone coffee or something? He brings someone Starbucks or something? Coffee? Uh, so close, but I can't give it to you. Okay. He, f- he feeds a homeless man. Oh, okay. If if he gave a homeless man coffee, I would have. I would have gotten it. Okay. Yeah, another classic Christmas movie, and one that I have seen is Fargo. Okay, who gets the money at the end of Fargo? <laughs> no, I'm not even sure if I've watched the whole movie of Fargo. I've watched. It is a bit of a trick question. I I can tell you what I do know about the movie, but go let's ahead. Hear it. Okay, let's hear it. No, let's me. hear what you know. Let's hear what you Spoiler do. Know. I know I is like a car salesman. That is my one thing. I do. Okay, All right, fair. <laughs> so the answer is no one. Gets the oh, money. okay. No one gets the money. Yeah. Okay. Question two: Who ends up in the wood chipper at the end? <laughs> I don't remember. Carl. It's always Carl. Carl. Poor, poor Carl. Poor Carl. I worked at it. I worked at a paper mill, and there was a wood chipper. I don't think that anybody should end up in a wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to be a little dark. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just was thinking about how that would mess up the whole paper mill operation if someone ended up in the wood chipper. <laughs> Wouldn't be pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to be in janitorial duty that day. Yep. Right, SDH. Continuing in our Christmas theme, the next movie is Jurassic Park. Okay. Is that a Christmas movie? 
If you listen very carefully, there is there are several references to the Tyrannosaurus Rex that ate the lawyer was wearing an elf hat. Um, you know that? No, yeah, it's true. You have to look at it. Really, it's tiny. It's really small, but he was wearing an elf hat. Yeah, and and the whole time. Um, in the movie, when the the two kids were running from the dinosaurs and hiding, they oh. were mentally preparing their Chris, their Christmas wish list. Okay, yeah. This so. was this your trick question? <laughs> was this going to be? <laughs> Would we try to trick you? Would we no, do that? I, the whole thing was like trick questions to me. <laughs> <laughs> now then, what is the first kind of dinosaur, dead or alive, featured in the movie? Um, the didn't they have like little arms and long spindly <laughs> legs? And they had like a beak, like a sort of a beak like. I don't know what they're called. I can't remember. Think about have, have you've seen the movie here? They're more so. like a birdie, a bird, sort of. Mm-hmm. Opening no? scene, excavation site. I don't. I mean, I've seen it one time. One time? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I. Shocking. I have no explanation. <laughs> no excuse. I just, we just don't, I don't rewatch movies that often and I don't reread books. Don't worry. I like them. I like them in the moment. I feel like I've seen it. Why would you see it again? That's true. Well, <laughs> we'll put you out of your misery. It is the Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Yeah. Did and I describe it at all properly or is it? I think you guys close. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Little arms, a little bit like a T-Rex, but uh, I just on remember. a smaller scale. Okay. And smaller, faster. And actually very inaccurate to the real Velociraptor, which was uh, much smaller in, in real life. Um, and next question. You may, you may know this. What type of DNA was substituted to fill in the dinosaur DNA? No idea. Ribbit. Can't remember the frog. Okay, thank you for that little hint. <laughs> I said nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> well, to what family do frogs belong to? Um, I mean, they're amphibians, right? Here you go. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, amphibian DNA. Correct. <laughs> okay. <There> we <laughs> well done. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, next movie on our Christmas movie list: The Matrix. In the Matrix, what is the name of the protagonist? First of all, I've never seen the Matrix. Second of all, is it's a Christmas movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, maybe we'll watch it. Okay. You should. Yeah, I, you, should. I, you know, I think it could be a new Christmas tradition to watch the Matrix every year with the family. Be re- okay. really good to watch on Christmas Eve. Yes, oh. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. The Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just say say a name, see if you just get it right. Um, Sam. So close. Neo. Okay. Okay. It was actually Neo Hillbilly, which nobody will ever say. <laughs> but Neo Hillbilly's claim to fame was the star role of the Matrix. Okay. Very few people know that. He's, he's a very humble guy, so he yeah. does not like to say that. Okay, so besides um, leaving the Oracle with increased awareness of himself and his mission, what item does Neo also take with him? A book. No. A cookie. A cookie. Oh, yes, okay. a cookie. A Christmas well, that's what, cookie. That's what people need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I should have yeah. been thinking more Christmassy thoughts. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So our last Christmas movie to ask you questions about, again, one of the all-time classics, Friday the 13th. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I have never seen that one, but I really think that that's like a Halloween movie. Not a no, movie, no, but, no, Christmas. but I mean, we may break that one out on Christmas Day just for fun. Just so people know, most Christmas parties at the office happen on the 13th of December. So it's based on that. Oh, yeah. That's what it's actually based on is the typical date for most Christmas holiday Christmas parties. Oh. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so that's the setting of it. It was actually set during an office Christmas party. Very few people actually realize that. <laughs> So the first question is, what happened at Camp Crystal Lake in 1958 that resulted in its foreclosure? Uh, somebody died. Oh, I might just give you that one. Very close. Okay. It was the site of several murders. Okay. Because what happens often at a holiday Christmas party is the employees are not happy with the amount of the bonus they receive from their bosses, mm. and that often results in death. Yeah, the bonus should always be given after everybody's on Christmas break. Agreed. So they're over their disappointment and they realize they have to work for tax day coming. Yep, exactly. And so by the time everybody comes back, yeah, that's a fatal mistake. Yep, exactly. Give, give the bonuses at the party. Yep. Okay, question two. What weapon does Alice use to subdue and defeat the killer? Mm, I'm going to... I'm going to guess a tent peg. A tent peg. I like that. That's a good guess. I like that. It was not a tent peg, but I'm going to give you an A for creativity. Okay. Uh, that would be a machete. Oh. It had This machete had tinsel wrapped around the blade. It was really cool. Because uh, it was a holiday movie, Christmas movie. And most people pull out the mach machetes <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Decorating to grab it. You need it. I think uh, at SDH. I think you were thinking about JL in the Bible who drove a tent peg through yes. was oh. it Sisera's temple. I thought that was pretty creative. That's also a good Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it looks like you got what two two and a half questions correct. Not all that great. But I have okay. one more to ask you. And okay. this one, if you get this one correct, it'll be worth, let's say, 5 million points. So get okay. this one correct and you win. And I know we were having some fun with you, but this this one's an actual Christmas movie, okay? Okay. Okay, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. In the movie Slother House. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> What is the name of the sorority that Alpha is a mascot of? Um, probably, <clears throat> um, I'm going to say Kappa Delta. I don't think that's even a real sorority, but no. that way nobody who's in sororities have was in a sorority will be mad at me. I'm sorry, that, that's incorrect. Sigma Lambda Theta. Sigma Lambda Theta, that, that's probably not real either, but maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so so if you take the initials, it's S L T H. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. All right. Well that makes sense. Sorry, I, I can't give you the bonus points. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I'm, you know, very disappointed that I didn't know all the movies. 
<clears throat> but I'm sure I made everybody else feel good about themselves for <laughs> knowing all the answers. <laughs> we love you, SDH. Thank you. Thank you. And that's worth more than all the points in the world. And before our next meeting, I'll start watching movies. Yeah, okay. you should. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a, a, a nice list to get you started. Yep. Stop! Who would cross the Beeple Bridge? Must answer nigh these questions five. Ere into the golden bathtub he dives. So it is finally time for the famous five questions, that segment that everybody looks forward to every week. And I'm going to start us off with question number one. When did you receive the Babylon Bee into your heart, your bee origin story? Okay. Well, I think you said the date that I joined, but right before that, I discovered the bee. I think it was um, a headline, church gets rid of boring old hymns or replaces boring old hymns with same four praise songs every Sunday. I thought that was so, I was like, who are these people? I have to figure out who these people are. And so then I started reading headlines and that was June, 2019. And, um, pretty quickly figured out how to email the editor and asked if I could suggest a headline, and Kyle said, hey, we just started this uh, subscriber forum. You can, it was back when Kyle answered all the emails. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said, you can join and submit headlines. And so I joined and started submitting headlines, and I told him, uh, say, hey, if nobody's sending you typo corrections, I'll send you that. I like to do that. It's kind of my hobby. And he said, okay, sure, nobody sends us corrections. So I started doing that, and that was the beginning of a, he, it was the first time, maybe the first, I don't know, I had had some people thank me for sending them typo. I used to send corrections to CNN, Fox News, any, any would, article. Would doing corrections for CNN be a full-time job? I mean, wouldn't that require multitudes of people? Yeah, probably. (laughs) They make so many. I know. But just if ever I read something and I saw it, I would figure out, try to find an email address and send it to someone. Nobody ever responded. It was still my little private war against (laughs) My private war against um, Yeah, no, Kyle responded. He's like, sure. And then I would send, he would fix them. And I was like, woo, this is so much fun. So yeah, that was the beginning of that and started posting headlines and the rest is history. How long did it take? before you became a part of staff? I think it was in April of 2020 was when they officially asked asked me to help with the, sorry about my dogs, um, asked me to help with the um, sacred texts of the bee. Mm, right. So it's March or April of 2020. And so that was the first thing that I did besides, I don't even know if I'd had a headline published by then, maybe. I can't remember when my first one was published, but um, that, that was sort of the first official thing, but I wasn't really staff. And so I wasn't staff until, um, March of 22. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it really hasn't been that long. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was fixing typos on all the articles, but it was, um, I wasn't officially staff like and on the company chat and all that. So. I I was like, um, gotcha. I don't know, 
independent contractor? I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just helping him. Uh, second question, what is your favorite headline that you've submitted? I think it was, um, maybe the one I like the most is the um, heaven criticized for assigning gender at conception. It's <laughs> a good one. And I, I wrote that article. Mm-hmm. So oh, that was, nice. that nice. was one I wrote. Cool. Um, yeah. I think because that one is stating a very important truth. Mm-hmm. And I think yes. that's satire is, I mean, all the, there's a bunch of other kind of fun ones, but, but I think sometimes when you can state an important truth, it makes it that much more special. Agreed. Mm-hmm. That's the power of satire right there. Okay, so the third question. What fast food menu item is the result of the fall? I mean, I kind of like junk food, (laughs) I have to admit. (laughs) So I'm thinking, what do I really hate? Um, Taco Bell. Like, I would never order, like, filet fish sandwich. I don't think. So we'll just say that. Like, I don't even know if they still have that at McDonald's. They do. They yeah. they do. Yeah. yeah, I I I get it every so often. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, our most recent guest, the voice, chose pretty much anything McDonald's that wasn't breakfast. So I'm yes. sensing a theme here. Hmm. Especially the McRib. I think you said. Yeah, that's right. The McRib. <laughs> yep, that was yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Question number four: What is your favorite denomination, and why is it Baptist? I I do have a fondness for Baptist um, because the school I went to was Baptist, but I was, my favorite is uh, Presbyterian, the the PCA Presbyterian. It's not perfect, but the church I went to growing up was that and the church I go to now. So, and they're really good teaching, really good, great pastors. And at least our church and our Presbytery are holding to the truth and trying to keep the whole denomination from going to far left. Hmm. Final question. If the FBI raided your house, how many my pillows would they find? None. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> I have ordered them though. So we go to every to Michigan every summer and my extended family, aunt, cousins and aunts and whatever, we all share a house and I ordered some for up there. So do I get partial credit? Um, <laughs> par- partial, yeah. Yeah. Partial. Yeah. Well, I have really enjoyed this time that we have spent together. It's been a lot of fun um, seeing all of you and SDH. We really appreciate the time that you've taken to be with us. Uh, We appreciate so much the work that you do for the Babylon Bee and uh, being our forum den mother per se, and uh, just always being patient with us too. I think that's probably one of the best qualities I can think of you, just been patient with us. And uh, been great at encouraging everybody. And um, it's just been a lot of fun and getting to know you over the last couple of years on the forum and getting to see you a couple of times here doing this podcast. So I just want to say thank you for being on and for all that you do with the uh, Babylon Bee and for being on We the People with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm going to leave you with a message from Kyle that I almost forgot. Ooh, yeah. He said um, to tell you that Kyle loves you all. And 
Um, we'll have some big, fun video projects that will literally blow your mind and you'll be dead when you hear about them. <laughs> so the bee wants to kill our subscribers? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, that, that doesn't make literally. a lot of sense. Literally. He did say literally. He loves yeah. us, but he wants us dead? <laughs> I'm confused, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> literally. I want you dead. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. But thank you for sharing that. That's great. That's great. Yeah. That's thank great. you, Kyle. Yep, thank you. Much, Thanks Kyle. so much for having me. It's been fun to be on with you guys. It, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you in Texas at Be Live, and it's fun talking yeah, to you again. We did have a good time, and yeah. we, we miss you on in the company chat. Uh, I, I miss all of you too. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for all you do and for keeping our community connected. Absolutely. It's a great place. It's been fun. We love doing it and we're here for the subscribers and uh, we're really grateful for your time, SDH, like uh, Prof just said. It's, it's been great having you on. And as I said at the beginning of the podcast, you've been on a couple of times, but then you've had to quickly disappear again. So it's been nice to take a bit more time to get to know you and, and tease you a little bit with our trivia questions. <laughs> but um, yeah, we look forward to the future of the bee and you're only a comment or a tag away on the forum. So we'll be seeing you around. And um, thanks again. i got to go read some headlines. Yeah. And, and thanks again, you know, for, I mean, we joke around, but we do genuinely appreciate all you do to stand in the gap and uh, really get our headlines noticed and put before the writers for consideration. And uh, I'm sure that's a huge undertaking. So we really do value and appreciate that. Thank you. I love it. That's fun. So this is probably going to be our last recording of 20, well, it is going to be our last recording of 2023. So I want to wish all of you guys a very blessed, peaceful and joyful Christmas time and a happy new year. And we, the people, will return probably towards the end of January, early February, after we've all recovered from the, uh, the Christmas period and we're, we're well into 2024. So I'm looking forward to catching up with you all virtually then. But of course, between now and then, we'll be uh, yeah, we'll be seeing each other on the forum, I guess. Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bonus content. I don't think we should do that. I'm sorry. I'm not going. I can't do this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> Moving on. Let me start over. We can always hit. I'm feeling lucky again. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have. My bad. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to read that one. Um, let me do another one. There are some uh, interesting ones in there, aren't there? Yeah. Okay. I feel a little bit of pain, uh, Kyle's pain now. I, I, I'm feeling it. I get it now. Sorry, Kyle. All those things I said, I take them all back. Okay. All right. Well, this is the same person. I just got it from the same person I just did. Good oh, gravy. Okay. Do another one. I'm going to go, I'm going to mute real quick and remove a Dr. Pepper case that Glurk is trying to tear up and it's going to be noisy. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> you know, I think what Glurk is trying to tell you is I'd like a better name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I like the name Glurk. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's so whiny all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it's like 60 in my house. So that's kind of mm, cold. Um, cold. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a worse problem if I was 
up where you are. It's 41 out right now. Okay, it's 20 for me. It rained yesterday. Yeah, it's 29 for me. 20 for me, yeah. What What is that in real temperature no this is the real temperature we have no idea yeah i don't know (laughs) you have to figure that out on your own i'm not i'm not gonna figure out that commie Uh, stuff (laughs) it's below freezing yes yeah Yeah. minus two is freezing yeah yeah, it's really really all that matters is it below freezing or not Mm -hmm. the thing is though like in in celsius you have zero anything below zero zero or below is freezing that to me just seems logical yeah but that makes no sense why does that make no sense? <laughs> because 32 is freezing. 32 makes much more sense. Come on. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm outnumbered by the imperialists here. <laughs> well, we've really enjoyed. Uh, I don't know why I can't talk today. Blah, 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 blah. So shall we just count down and try and try and do this together? Okay. As enthusiastic as you can. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> okay, that was terrible. <laughs> I don't know if that worked or not. Should we do one more? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll say it slower. Three, two, hang on. I'm not even counting down properly. Three, two, one. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hopefully one of those works. Okay. We did it.